Under the Helmet. You'll do your thing, all right? Don't be nervous, okay? The show that looks at long-term player value in fantasy football. It's the moment right here. We're going to have to decide what type of team we want to be. Building Dynasties each and every week. I don't even know your name. What's your name? Chad Parsons. I'm telling you, man, you're leading the league in hydration. I got a Dynasty team reaping rewards for the next decade. Find written and premium audio content at UTHDynasty.com. Hey everybody, Play Chad Parsons here, official Stop show of UTHDynasty.com. Right that sound you don't hear is me not reacting to the Odell Beckham to Baltimore Ravens news. I wish I had that m- amount of money to flush, um, but I, I will say I've done three pre-draft um, rookie fit mock drafts uh, at the skill positions and Odell Beckham's addition to the Baltimore passing game is not going to impact a my projections for anything uh, including Odell Beckham and number two I don't think it's going to preclude Baltimore from being highly interested in the passing game accoutrement of the 2023 NFL draft class I was looking back at my pre-combine post-combine as well as post NFL free agency and I guess Odell Beckham technically qualifies here as well but the three previous versions of the UTH uh, rookie mock draft at the skill possession exercise I've been doing over there at the site and uh, I've had wide receiver going to Baltimore uh, in the first round uh, the first two versions and then not till day two here in the last version I'll probably do one more uh, as we get closer to the NFL draft because you get two three weeks out of the NFL draft yes uh, you know uh, dot and I's cross and T's but uh, it's always a fun exercise to go through it one more time as things keep refining keep changing there and actually I was looking back at the, the one I did a few weeks ago and had a rising Cedric Tillman uh, as one notable change from the previous uh, previous iterations. And that's one that I think he's going to keep having that momentum. Early third round, second round for Cedric Tillman feels like where we're going. Uh, I think it would be interesting to do an exercise uh, where Will Levis falls. Um, I still think he's going to end up going relatively high. Uh, you know, one where Anthony Richardson potentially going number one. These are all iterations to explore. Uh, it's, it's like uh, jazz explore the space uh, with with improvisational skills here for the NFL draft and all these fits. Um, a couple other things as I was going through here, you know, Dalton Kincaid, where I've had him a couple times uh, as the tight end one off the board. I think it's really contested between Michael Mayer and Dalton Kincaid there. You know, Sean Tucker has some momentum for day two as a, a changing landscape item. And, uh, you know, I've seen some mock drafts and, and dialogue out there. Zay Flowers might be one of the top two or three wide receivers off the board. And also, I just think, you know, I was talking uh, just a shout out to a UTH VIP and uh, super fan and listener um, over the years. We were having a, a meetup today, really great discussion and dialogue. Shout out, Scott, that uh, one thing we were discussing is just the idea of, of profiles and, and get, we got pretty pretty heavy uh, into some some dynasty discussion and and kind of where we're going all this and actually uh, I'm going to give a, a subject here in a second that uh, was was part of that discussion but one aspect is just going over this rookie class and you know we weren't talking specifics or anything but the overarching 
talking about rookie draft selection and and what every pick means, drop-offs, thresholds, all that type. And it was the number of variables we have. And this wasn't even, you know, a, a topic I had earmarked for this week's show, but the number of variables. If you're sitting in a superflex draft, think of, you know, you're sitting in the the later first round. What you know, Will Levis falling to, I mean, let's say he falls a decent amount, maybe not Malik Willis style, but what if he falls to the, the mid-teens, late-teens, 20s? Uh, you know, what if that occurs? What if Anthony Richardson goes one? Hendon Hooker going in the first round versus somewhere on day two uh, are variables. Uh, and, and just think of how that will affect, you know, Hendon Hooker in round one means he probably goes in the top 12 to 15 picks minimum of a super flex rookie draft think of it well what if Hendon Hooker goes buried on day two and what if Will Levis falls to a a point where you say this is you know a a Kenny Pickett style fall where it does affect his probabilities it does affect his outlook you know you you might say going five overall versus 10 overall has no factor for you but I guarantee Will Levis going in the top five versus 20 should recalibrate your thinking about his profile. And then at the wide receiver position, how, how is it going to be impacted by Jackson Smith Najigba possibly? What if he goes in the top 10? What if uh, Quentin Johnston is right behind him versus what if we don't get a wide receiver uh, until the mid-teens? That can also affect you know, how this board is stacking up. Uh, you know, Tight end, how many first-rounders do we get? Uh, Jameer Gibbs, I think, is a major talking point for how rookie drafts and we're talking about fall offs and where the tier lines are. If Jameer Gibbs gets first round pedigree versus if he goes 40 45 overall, that is a major impact point for the recommendation here at UTH. But building out a big board where he slots as a profile uh, with round run versus round two, it's a major factor here. And so if you put all those things together and we were talking about two PPR leagues or two tight end leagues and just the sheer volume of tight end. You put all these question marks at all these positions. If everything occurs with no quarterbacks falling, uh, you know, you get two running backs in the first round, you get uh, maybe a tight end going in the top 15 or so, another one in the top 20, you get uh, a, a top 10 or top 12 wide receiver or two. All of a sudden, the class looks a lot better. But if you get Levis falling, you get uh, you get the wide receivers fading, and maybe only three of them in the first round. You get uh, a couple tight ends, but maybe after the mid first and and going to the later first, you also get uh, uh, again Jameer Gibbs going to round two. That's a lot of negatives. Where all of a sudden you're sitting at uh, 108, 110, and and the pick doesn't quite look as good. So so all those variables is, is kind of where we sit. It, this feels like a class that is high variance, and we're only uh, two, two and a half weeks out. So those are huge, huge talking points here going into draft season. I wanted to take a second and share uh, a message from a, a new subscriber, uh, a new listener. Uh, sorry, not a new listener, but a new subscriber over at UTH Dynasty. So I, I wanted to read this. I'll, I'll leave his name out, um, but but so nice. Uh, and honestly, as opposed to an Apple uh, I, uh, Apple podcast review or something like that, I, I have a giant uh, Gmail folder of uh, and I basically basically call it thank you letters um, and, and things like that. And I you know periodically I, I like to go in there and and 
and pick some out to read. Uh, but this is a recent one that uh, I know you enjoy insight in- into your listeners. So here's how I found the show and why I joined. Uh, so again, you're listening to this weekly show, and, and this is just one story that I, I know is commonplace. You know of of how much people listen before they dive into signing up for a site or premium content or just something additional to what they're used to listening to once a week from a certain platform or person in this case. I found UTH about four years ago, maybe five. So that, that's quite the number of years. That's hundreds of weekly episodes uh, since that moment. There's a Facebook group from another Dynasty show that I listened to. And on a post about a, a player, one of the comments mentioned UTH. Um, what the person said uh, was intriguing enough to explore UTH and listen to the free weekly show. Then the Football Guys show, and, and then uh, which was with you and Jordan. Eventually, I realized that the UTH model is much better uh, and, and what I've been looking for. It took four years to realize I still enjoy the other podcast and use some of the tools, but now after a day of UTH, there's no match. I jumped in. Uh, I jumped all in with both subscriptions. Uh, again, there's Patreon.com/uth. Uh, there's also uthdynasty.com uh, uh, because I had a gift card, uh, so it worked out perfectly. The main thing is the extra podcasts. Uh, I'm a listener. I have more time to listen than to read. I would say that's common from the feedback I hear. I'm trying to customize the experience where, you know, having having five to ten minute shows on a concise topic, having some long form shows, uh, but really you get centered topics on on these premium podcasts, whether it's Patreon or it's on, it's on the UTH platform. Uh, so again, more time to listen than read. So the extra podcasts that are ten to fifteen minute takes are perfect. Thanks. Thanks. And this is a shout out to Tony. So uh, again, this, this story is very, very common. Again, I would work differently. I would listen to a show. And if I was interested in hearing more, I would, I would uh, jump into the additional podcast, the subscription, all those types of things far sooner. But there's plenty of people. Again, Tony is not alone here in terms of listening for months and years. And that's why I, I mention it, that everyone is wired differently, differently. And I understand that the jump from listening to a free weekly podcast that literally all you have to do is do a keyword search on your podcasting platform of choice. It comes right up. You click subscribe. And now it just comes to your device of choice and, and app of choice. Every you know, it, it's like delivering the paper. <laughs> it's like its own little paper boy uh, taking it to your digital uh, front door. And so, I understand that that is super easy. And then going to a site, going to Patreon, signing up, something additional, opening the wallet, and going for something premium. I understand the huge hurdle that is there mentally, emotionally, and uh, and just diving in to the next level uh, of of inclusion to the content that is being provided. But this is so common. You know, I, I basically people that jump in. I've had maybe ten refunds the entire time of UTH. It has been so. Uh, sporadic in terms of people not being pleased and, and wanting their money back. And frankly, again, I want them to be satisfied over the moon customers. This, this, you know, Tony mentioned, you know, he's a listener, the podcast, you jump in, you see the feed and how many shows there have been this off season alone, this last week or two alone, you dive in, you start listening. And plenty of it is evergreen content in the sense of you can listen to it three weeks from, well, maybe not three weeks from now, some of the NFL draft stuff, but in general, a lot of t- uh, tool building and toolbox filling information in the off season where 
we're talking about a certain player. Uh, that's actually something uh, that I was talking to Scott about uh, in, in our uh, in our meetup today was that you that, that there can be things discussed that are uh, you know it, it pertains to a player and where I, I was actually my example was even if you don't play Devi if you listen to some of the Devi content which is not like I'm sitting here every week there's a Devi show but I do talk about my Devi drafts and I talk about team building and trading and and things within the structure and format there of of some of the Devi leagues and you don't have to play Devi to understand the concept to take you know Devi player Devi asset X and all of a sudden you superimpose that to discussing assets and how to function with uh, the scope of rookies or it could apply to certain profiles with veterans team building concepts um, how to construct trades negotiate all of those things that apply to other leagues. So uh, again, so many things that, uh, you know, even if it's not your exact league, it can apply because we're talking about players, profiles, and methodology of building your best dynasty team. So again, I want to give a, a public thank you to Tony. Uh, Tony has not been alone, but Tony is the most recent of just this uh, this progression from listening to the the weekly show, listening sometimes for years, and then ultimately signing up. And and my pitch is always, you know, before the NFL draft here, it's 12 months rolling on UTH Dynasty, but it's also uh, a, a monthly rolling. So now is the perfect time to sign up over at patreon.com slash UTH. Because uh, again, and I actually had someone I met in New Mexico. Uh, we've been traveling east coast to west coast and uh, was fortunate enough to meet up with Jacob over there in uh in new mexico and and he was like you know I, i'm going to be signing up mid-april uh, you know i've been hearing your pitches and sure enough today he signed up as a vip so it was so awesome to see that email notification because jacob was one that you know he's like you know i want to make sure i optimize my time uh and you had mentioned over and over again you get the draft guides uh pre and post draft uh teaser the the rookie draft guide is going to be available the the pre-draft version set in the table uh, here by the end of the week i've set that as my own deadline usually it's out earlier april but i also told myself let's be realistic uh you're you're setting the table with the information and then after the draft the 48 hours uh after is really the critical time to um, bust my butt and get everything done uh, because everyone's going to start drafting uh, so the pre pre-draft version is not super timely. It's not time sensitive, and just getting it out, you know, sometime here in mid-April is perfectly fine. Uh, that you know, Jacob wanted to be a part of that. You know, let me let me get set up. I can listen to the entire backlog uh, when I sign up, but also getting those draft copies that previously were for sale. Oh, I'm just giving them away to those that are supporting patrons uh, and the like, uh, supporting UTH even for a month here. So uh, you get tons of content. And uh, again, uh, Jacob signing up today, um, as, as we talked about, I think it was a week or two ago uh, when I was in New Mexico. And it was, uh, you know, just to see that and that connection of a guy that I sat, we talked with for, uh, for quite some time, uh, had some dinner there. And it was just awesome to see that uh, he finally signed up and now he can be a part of the VIP chat as well as, as, well as all that patron content that you get by signing up. Um, I also wanted to mention in the draft guide, uh, so this is something that I was I was awake deep into the night last night. Every once in a while, as a writer or as a creator, get into the zone. You know, they always talk about athletes being in the zone. You know, Michael Jordan can't miss. Uh, no, I'm not comparing myself to Michael Jordan, but you get a rhythm. And I had a rhythm on working on the draft guide last night where 
I have my 1.0 version of all, all the, the written content, the paragraphs, if you will, put in some charts. I still have all the Excel stuff to do uh, for the class, so that's going to fill much of the rest of the week. But the thing that I really got focused on and dialed in and I could not stop, did not go to bed till about uh, 2.30 in the morning, even though I had an early morning, I had one of those uh, Jordan McNamara nights, uh, which he calls a Wednesday, um, I call uh, an exception in terms of you know going to bed uh, super late uh, grinding uh, in terms of uh, the hustle. But uh, it was one where I was looking at uh, the decision-making matrix. I actually talked about uh, that with Scott today is I was looking at uh, what I did, and I kind of viewed it as the kindergarten version. Uh, you know, I always say you got to be way better. You should look back at last year and say I was an idiot. You know, I didn't know what I was doing, whether it's an analyst or as a dynasty owner, because it means you're growing. It means you're evolving. And uh, I, I, so I put out first time uh, in the history in the draft guide. I had a decision making matrix for the uh, rookie drafts. And I got into this zone for about three hours of updating all the data and refining things and, and also looking at adding not, a, not only one quarterback, but where are we going? We're going with Superflex. And so having Superflex, but also this year in the draft guide, and this is going to make it so simple to define, should I be here? Am I good at getting good value? Should I move down? Should I move out? Should I move up? Uh, and, and this is the perfect class. I just mentioned a few minutes ago how variable it is with the profiles involved of, you know, are we going to get, you know, all those players moving up being quality or are they going to be moving down with skill positions in the NFL draft? But in addition to one quarterback and super flex, also this year, there's going to be four total charts. Two additionals are super flex with two PPR for tight end, as well as super flex and two tight end starting mandatory. And the idea behind this is every draft zone and it only goes through the first couple rounds, but it's basically early first, mid first, late first with specific zones there. And then round two, what you're going to get is you're going to get a blue zone, which is if guys like profiles like that are available, you stick, you pick, you're happy, you're getting good value for your selection. Uh, good bang for your buck, if you will. Green perfectly acceptable picks. They're not optimal like blue. Blue just stares you and hits you in the face. But green is going to be, hey, that that's solid value. You're probably staying unless someone moves you off the pick in a graphic way uh, to move up, move down, whatever, or for a veteran. And then you get yellow where I'm going to say it's choose your own adventure. There may be a player you really like. Uh, it, it's it's I will say it's suboptimal from a, you know, you prefer blue, you prefer green. If you get to yellow, you know, there's arguments to be made if you're a super strong team, you pass on those um, at that various price point, and you say, I'm going to uh, work to trade up. I'm going to, you know, you might be sitting there at 110, and you got a yellow left, and you're like, eh, you know, I'm a good team. Let me push that off. Let me trade that, you know, maybe trade down to the third round, pick up a t uh, 24 first, and, uh, you know, try to get blue and green, you know, next year. Maybe that's a, a time to shop around even harder to, to get a veteran you like uh, instead of the, the yellow, let's say. And then uh, you have a big, fat, red line on the chart that says trade down or out beyond the yellow, the yellow tiering. And every other profile, again, it's all ordered, so you can still see the hierarchy if you want to go that direction. But it's going to make it so clear to sit there and who are you going to draft? Am I getting good equity? Because if you fall below that red line and you know on the, the right side, I'm still figuring out the best way to, to display this. It's a giant hulking chart. But 
basically, uh, it's going to have the rookies on the right side or some part uh, of the chart. So you can easily see, all right, uh, you know, I'm crossing off B. John Robinson. I'm dropping off. Uh, I'm crossing off Jackson Smith, the Jigba, uh, Jordan Addison, whoever it is, you know, as players get drafted. So as it's coming up to your pick, 104, 106, 110, that you're going to see, am I still in blue? Am I venturing to green? Am I in yellow already? This is not looking good. Maybe you get some rogue picks. Maybe you're you're just so happy you got the you got the blue. It's going to inspire so much confidence for your selection sticking or uh, staying or moving out. And so again, I think having four different charts and no, this isn't going to be custom for you know twenty something different formats like the trade calculator. But this is enough. You know, you got safe leagues, which does the two PPR for tight end most notably. You got two two tight end scoring, uh, two tight end lineup, excuse me, and then stock superflex, stock one quarterback. And, and again, you're going to get the idea. But I don't know who else is doing this. I don't know where else you're going to get this for free in a draft guide. So this is really the hallmark. Every year I try to make, there's something new, something changing, something notable. Absolutely, unequivocally, this is the 2023 upgrade, the supercharge, the uh, XL class or, or, or whatever the car version is of this. You are getting it here in the 2023 UTH draft guide. So again, it's not available per, for purchase. I used to sell it for 20, 30 bucks in the off season and make some extra money, a side hustle. But I basically, what I want to do is reward those that are getting the backstory, getting all the information that goes into 12 months a year, goes into projects like the draft guide, goes into the hundreds and hundreds of podcasts and dynasty rankings and process oriented content that you get through through my the, the sites and platforms that, that I that I run and found. So that's that's what I want. I want you to be involved with the process. And then the draft guide is a culmination of draft season. What have we learned uh, throughout these four months, but also playing Devi, going over these profiles for their entire collegiate career, most of them. Some of them percolate up, but getting to the rookie draft is a culmination of the first half of the offseason, essentially, or two-thirds, and it's also going through the entire process of rookie evaluation and study from this point uh, of your your dynasty lifeline, myself included, all the way up until that moment of making a selection or trading, and uh, you know, I always to, just to do one non non football comparison here that I remember having a conversation with someone about, and this was about music lessons. So you can say that it's a piano lesson, it's a it's a um, trombone lesson, whatever, singing lesson, and so you go in. And let's just say, I'm trying to think of a middle point for most of the country. Let's say you have a piano lesson and you know, you're know you a 14-year-old, you're in high school, you play a little bit, and it, the, the lesson is you know, $45 an hour. And you know, they, they played in college, maybe they're a, a professional you know, in some degree at piano. You know, they've been a soloist, all this kind of stuff, you know, great resume. And you, the student or the parent or whatever, you're paying $45 for an hour lesson. And you go in there and you are paying for not just the, the, the time, you know, because you could say that that's worth less. Like, oh, they're just teaching me some scales. You know, we're going over the same song and some of these techniques as we did the previous lesson. Or, or that's what we're shooting for over the course of these few months. But so that's, that's the tangible what you're actually getting. 
But what goes into that is think of this professional, this teacher, someone that is highly accomplished as a player and as an instructor, and you're getting the entire breadth of their knowledge. You're, you're getting them from, they were in your position, they were a student, they were a, uh, a, young, a young artist that was performing, practicing, getting tutelage, and all that is mixed up over decades. They might be 50 years old now. They might have had experience in a symphony, uh, you know, performing worldwide as a soloist. And you get all the way to them having a myriad of lessons and instruction opportunities to refine their craft, in addition to performance opportunities, thousands of hours to become a sub- subject matter expert. And it's distilled down to a 40, $45 one-hour lesson on this random Tuesday with Johnny. Johnny, you know, looking to, to improve on piano or singing or whatever. So it all, so you're paying for the expertise, the backstory and the experience factor of everything that goes into having proper instruction and guidance and being able to lead by example, all of that into that moment. And so uh, again, the, the draft guide, you know, for example, or signing up on uh, for a, a membership or things like that. You're getting, you know, the idea, the concept behind it is, yes, you're getting content now, right now, you know, prime now, I want it now. And you're getting, you know, obviously the next 12 months of, you know, or month or, or whatever your, your signup is for the product, you're getting, you're getting all of the, the actual, the actual content. But the other part is you're getting the lead up and the training, if you will, the study the acumen of years on the ground uh, in, for example, my own dynasty leagues and, and being, you know, being in dozens of leagues for uh, many years and, and going through startup drafts, going through trading, uh, the, the trials, tribulations, successes, and uh, learning that hopefully, you know, the listener, the, the, the reader that you won't have to. The whole idea is you, you, you learn about the concepts and the strategy so that you don't have to, you know, if you were to take copious notes in your own leagues, there's going to be some, you know, uh, learning by losing, you know, or learning by correcting mistakes. And so if you can learn from others' mistakes, learn from others' lessons, it really speeds up the process. So it's a long way to go about talking about uh, giving a musical lesson versus recording a Dynasty podcast. But the same thing applies, which is, you know, I am giving analysis and putting together a big board, target avoid players, uh, rigorous study of, of profiles and probabilities and player comps and, and, and profiles, the projection model. You're getting all that for the centered year of 2023, but you're also getting all the lessons learned and, uh, and objective improvements that have been made dating back to 2014, let's say, of when the UTH Dynasty site started. You're getting all of that, the lead up and, and the phrase, as I mentioned earlier, of think of yourself 12 months ago, and hopefully you think you're, you're much better, more well, uh, well-versed in, in these the subject matters than you were last year. And that is absolutely the case with me. Um, I think about it every offseason, but especially when it gets about NFL draft time and thinking about projects like this for the UTH draft guide. So uh, again, signing up at patreon.com slash UTH is the way to get this decision-making matrix if that, uh, if, if that sounds appealing to you. And I, I mean, to me, it's groundbreaking. To me, I'm going to be using it in all my leagues. 
Uh, I always mentioned with the UCH trade calculator that I was using it for a year or two before I had any notion of releasing it for public slash subscriber consumption. And, uh, and, and really it, it changed my game. You know, when I, uh, came up with the the concept, how to value players, uh, the custom formats uh, for the for the the league settings, and all of that. It, it was just a huge, huge boost. And again, I, I, they always say, "What's the guy with a uh, isn't it uh, Rogaine or something?" Where it's just like, "I'm not only the founder, I'm also a client, or I'm also a user." Um, again, I have the trade cal- UTA trade calculator up on uh, on on one of my tabs, you know, in one of my windows here at all times uh, to put in help subscribers obviously but also for my own leagues when i'm sending offers receiving offers and negotiating finalized deals but again i i i can't wait i can't wait for folks uh you know all the vips to get their hands on this uh decision making matrix i can't wait to update it in the future and i can't wait that you can basically take i was telling scott today you can take a template of the players with their profiles, where they fit in, you know, its player, its position, how strong is their profile, and you basically overlay to where they fit for the given year. You can do it for historical classes to see about drop-offs, and so really excited about the functionality long-term about comparing classes, but also just centered on a singular year and the impact this could have in uh, negotiating and, and navigating your Dynasty rookie drafts. I'll share one more point in this week's episode. Thanks so, so much for listening, everybody, which is Katie Flower. Um, as mentioned a few months ago, it was uh, early, I think it was early to mid-January that she was no longer a part of the weekly show. And I will say we are having a draft together and through our texts and phone calls, it's been a great way to stay in touch. I've talked about co-ownership before. Uh, I've talked about finding a good fit as a co-owner. Katie's a fabulous, fabulous one. And for only talking to her other than, you know, this type of, uh, you know, drafting and, and prepping and executing uh, function that she was on one show uh, between January and now. So over the course of about three months, you know, that's normally 12 shows, 12 weekly interactions on, on a phone call before and after the, the recording session with Katie 12 and we've had one. So again, she's not, she's not gone forever. As I always say, uh, it's see you soon. Uh, she'll be on, you know, periodically. Uh, but, uh, it, I always say, you know, having a team together, even if it's just a few extra phone calls or, and, and plenty of texts, it keeps you engaged, keeps you in touch. And that's such a valuable, valuable aspect to having a team together. So I just wanted to shout out that you find a good fit. Uh, you have a team together. I have teams with Katie, Tim, and Jordan uh, that, that I, I wouldn't trade for anything because, you know, again, it's not, it's not about the money. Uh, it's about staying in touch. It's about talking dynasty with uh, folks that are in your circle. And uh, again, it, you have to find the right fit, someone that aligns with your vision. It's really great when uh, strengths and weaknesses blend together well uh, between the two parties. Um, but, but again, Katie Flower and I, you know, exchanging texts and going through yet another uh, annual startup, uh, excuse me, uh, Devi rookie combined uh, draft, talking college players, talking uh, rookies, building out our team, talking trades. Um, it's just uh, a highlight of my, my calendar in terms of, you know, I can do a, a host of, of Devi and rookie drafts on my own. 
but the ones where you share it with another person and that team build and that success together, that teamwork aspect that frankly, Dynasty, you have your you know your roster of, of little electronic players uh, based on reality uh, there as your uh, your team. But in terms of the the war room and your general manager booth and office, a lot of times it's a one person booth and it's just you. So, so sharing that with someone else um, is also very enjoyable with the successes, the trials, tribulations, and the journey of a dynasty season and ultimately a dynasty career with that franchise. All right, uh, that is going to do it this week. Uh, I mentioned, you know, amidst that uh, that letter at the top, again, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Jacob. You know, guys, that, uh, folks that I've had interactions with, um, whether it's on the road or it is it has been uh, via email over the past week or two. But again, utahdynasty.com, if you want my pitches, you get a, a free trial of the trade calculator. You get 250 plus premium podcasts. If you listen to this show, if you've been listening for a few weeks or a few years, trying it out, uh, you might be uh, like Tony and just you fall in love. You get the, the feed of all these premium shows, digestible bite-sized versions of, you know, it's not 30 plus minutes on every show, plenty of five, 10 minute shows, and you get plenty of in, plenty of them in your queue. So that's what you're going to get. You're, you're going to get a big board uh, post NFL draft. You get plenty of content to get you ready for your best rookie drafting and dynasty trading season ever. And then over at patreon.com, I mentioned if you want that decision-making guide, it's going to be only available there. One place to get it, and it's as an add-on, as a bonus to all those signing up in the all-pro tier. And again, it's not that that's all you get. You're not just paying for a draft guide. It's a bonus for showing your support. You are going to get access for one month, five months, however long you stay. You're going to get access to the VIP chat some of the best dozens and dozens of the best dynasty owners on the planet. I'm in there answering questions. We are talking, someone's always doing a startup draft, always talking trading. Uh, there's polls. We're talking about profiles and process. Great stuff in there. Can't recommend it enough. And, and it's always the fast track to get your question answered. I'm going to be, uh, I'm in there and it, I don't answer my emails first. I go to the VIP chat and it's, it's throughout the day when I have a few seconds, I go in there, answer some questions, uh, distill down some of the things I'm thinking about dynasty wise, whether it's my own teams, concepts, uh, some trades I've seen, anything of that accord. Uh, the VIPs find out about it first. Projects, uh, data, uh, interesting uh, tidbits about players and profiles. That's where I go first. Patreon.com slash UTH. Thanks so much for listening. It's draft season. Uh, it's rookie draft season. It's NFL draft season. Who's excited? I'm excited. Uh, you know, we could we could go through every mock draft that, that's been put out on the, the internet and still some things in the draft will surprise it. I'm here. I'm ready for it. Let's go. It's going to set the table here in late April. We're almost there. we got to be patient. I'm Chad Parsons. Until next time, never settle, refuse to be average, and keep building those dynasties.